Hello, hello, and welcome to the Feminine Magnetism Podcast with your host, me, Hawaii. So, so happy to have you joining in into this space where we talk about all things intuition, alignment, and pleasure power. All the episodes that you're about to listen to are completely unplanned, unedited, and divinely channeled live streams converted into audio for you. So that means that they are a little messy and imperfectly perfect, just as is the magic of the feminine. Hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone. And I'm in um, Costa Rica, in Samra, Costa Rica. And I, I was like sitting here for a moment and thinking about like, okay, what I want to share? Like I've been meaning to share. I've, I've had things that I want to get out, um, but I can't come up with the words. So I'm just going to hit live and see what happens. So see what comes through in this space, what intuitively arrives. And one thing that has just been like coming to me is just kind of my experience being back here. So if you have followed my journey for a few years, actually, you wouldn't, no one has really seen this because I didn't even have an Instagram back in 2018. In 2018, I was on a discovery to finding out who I was, what my purpose was, what my why was, like what, what it really felt like to feel like Halai. And it actually started at the tail end of 2017. I quit my corporate job, like really despised being in that environment. I went to travel, did like the backpacking thing in Thailand and Bali for about a month and a half. And I was like, all right, after this, I'm gonna go back to work. I didn't. After that, I went to Mexico and lived there for a couple months working in a hostel and you know, worked for free in exchange for housing and occasional food. Um, I would lead tours for the backpackers for literally 20 pesos a day, $1 a day. And just had that experience. And I was like, okay, after this, I'm going back to work. And um, the new year came and I was like, I just don't know what to do. I'm not gonna force myself back into the corporate environment, force myself back into work just because I feel this big freaking pressure to do so. And so I had a friend who was going back to Costa Rica to teach and I was like, you know, I have nowhere else to go. I have no other plan. So I'm gonna take this big risk and move there. And at the time that I made the decision to move to Costa Rica. My family could not have been more <laughs> upset about this decision. They could not have been more embarrassed of me. They were, I come from an immigrant family, so for them, having their daughter, you know, be put through university and have a career and back out of this American dream was like the ultimate nightmare. And this is why so much pressure was put on me to, to figure it out and to, to have it done in a short window. And not having the support was one of the hardest things of my entire life. And your inner child is, is genuinely traumatized in these moments when family doesn't support your decisions, the friends around you aren't on the same vibe, your circle starts to change, the realm of comfort looks different. So it's so much more difficult to maintain who you're becoming to maintain the change if your environment feels like it's not a match. This would have been an amazing time for me to get coaching, some kind of support, because I just started spirituality. I had just been introduced to it. I was starting to connect with all the right people. I was receiving signs and a little bit of an intuition from the universe. 
But because I made this big leap, I had really severed my relationships with my family, lost a lot of friends, entered into a whole new country, totally different lifestyle, I struggled immensely. So my spirituality actually went backwards. And this happens a lot. So going to this new place, I actually went so much backwards. So my experience, January 2018, I moved to Costa Rica and had entered into my rock bottom year. The, all of 2018 was one of the hardest years of my entire life, really. Um, you know, I started moving here. I, I had worked at a sushi restaurant and a sandwich shop. Uh, finished up during the day, sushi restaurant at night, was making like $3 an hour, just enough to pay rent, to get food, buy beer, and that's about it. That was my only sole purpose of the day, was to survive another day, survive another day. And at first it like sounds cool, like yeah, whatever, not worried about anything long term, doing me. But it was not long before I felt like this deep sense of like, what am I doing? This doesn't feel good, this doesn't make me feel alive, this doesn't get me going in the morning and make me feel like I'm truly in service to my soul's calling. I feel nothing. So much to the point that the anxiousness made me want to numb. This is when I went to a deep phase of drinking, partying, social life, all to curb the emotions of, I don't feel good. I don't feel worthy. I don't feel like I have any purpose, any direction, and not, nothing's coming from this. So I continued down this path of just like, Anxiety, 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 numb. Anxiety, 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 numb. For about six months, until I went back home to my families, and at that point, I'm like, okay, well, time to figure things out. While I was looking for jobs, I ended up working at as a lifeguard at my old job when I was working at when I was 16 years old. How freaking sad. <laughs> I had a college degree, I had work experience, and I was working for like 10 bucks an hour lifeguarding. And I remember thinking like, what am I doing? What am I doing here? How have I regressed so immensely? And I would be in the parking lot of this lifeguarding job because I just needed some money to get by. Crying, I can't believe this is my life, I don't know where I'm going, I have no friends, I have no community, no sense of self. Um, and I continued down the path. So I, I went and finally found a corporate job. And in that moment, I slowly started to say, I just can't stay like this. I need more, I need more. And I started owning, I need more, I want more. And this is where the shift started to happen. So instead of focusing on like, oh, I don't have enough, I'm not getting anything, my life is so sad, I'm such a victim. I, I definitely was in that phase at one point. I switched to, I need more. I need more. I want more. And whether or not you fully believe that you deserve more in that moment, owning the desire for more, owning this like craving to go bigger, to do more, to show up better, owning that is so enough in the beginning. Saying, I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know where I'm about to go or, or what needs to be done, but I know I want this. I know I want more. And as soon as I like owned that desire, that's when things started to arrive. I was presented with um, an opportunity with like a health and wellness organization, started to get into health and wellness again. I was working as a wellness coach, doing network marketing and getting into sales a little bit, understanding how online marketing and business works and, and putting my brain into that space. 
I started finding coaches and mentors that I vibe with and started getting the support from them, getting more direction. Attended conferences to better my business, show up better. And as I continued the process, it figured out pretty quickly that I needed to work on me before my outer world changed. I could do all the things, but if I don't feel good inside, if I don't feel like me, if I don't feel alive, nothing will happen. Hi, Ashley. Um, and so this is when I started moving more into coaching, mindset work, spirituality slowly started to emerge. Um, and ultimately is where I got to where I am today. So here I am three years later, January, 2021, exactly three years from when I arrived here in Samra, Guanacaste, Costa Rica, three years later in the exact same place as a completely different version of me. And what I am here to say is that your rock bottom, whatever you're going through, whatever shitty experience you're in the midst of, is going to be the very thing that catapults you into your future. It is going to be the reason why you are where you are. It's going to be what you think. Like, thank God that happened. Thank you, universe, for putting me in that hole that gave me the momentum, that gave me that freaking fire to keep going, to do more, to be myself. And there was a good chunk of time, gosh, that was so itchy. There was a good chunk of time where I was insanely triggered by this whole city. I never wanted to come back. When people would bring bring it up, I'm like, ugh, it's a black hole over there. I would never go back. Um, I had blamed a lot of this environment as the reason to why I was the way that I was. Like, this did it to me. You did that to me. Much like you can blame our former partner, past relationship, an old job, um, former boss, a parent. That blame is part of the process. It happens to all of us. So we, we have this moment of like, ugh, you did that to me. And then you shift more into like, I did this to me. I took myself there. My soul actually dragged myself all the way down there to feel the depths of the darkness in order to have the momentum of shooting back up. And in life, there are these moments where we actually push the boundary. So we go way on one extreme, like, ooh, that's not good. And then you go way on the other extreme, you're like, ooh, that doesn't work either. Um, and, and you find the balance. So you don't actually shoot for balance. Your soul will often shoot for the extreme, experience the extreme in order to find balance, in order to find your rhythm and see like, ooh, this is where I belong. This is my space. This feels good to me. And so coming back here, I was like, all right, I finally am ready. I'm at a good place in myself. I know who I am. I know the steadiness that I have within, that this place no longer scares me, that maybe the past relationship, it doesn't feel intimidating anymore. Maybe going back to, um, you know, a, a former relationship or, or friendship doesn't feel like it's going to feel as painful anymore. And there will be a time where you have that sense of self where you're ready to return. And that's where I'm at right now. So I'm here at this place. And part of what I want to acknowledge is even through coming here, although it has this immediate sense of like, 
wow, I can't believe I'm here and who I am today is a million times different than the other. I, I can kind of compare the old Halai and the, the new current Halai. Um, not necessarily the new Halai, the current Halai because I'm forever evolving and, and if I come back five years from now, I will even look back at this moment. But being able to acknowledge that although you might be ready for this transformation and, and ready to, to return back to an old piece, it can still feel triggering. There can be a moment where these old feelings come back and it's like, ooh, the anxiety is like tickles right there. It's like, I, I remember what that felt like. I remember that. And there's nothing wrong with that experience, that moment of trigger. So your triggers are, are forever inside of your body as a way of reminding you so that you don't forget with the lessons that you've learned. But if you do the work, the triggers no longer put, propel you into that old self. So if you're doing the inner work, you can have a trigger and you can be like, ah, I remember that. And be able to still move through and, and hang steady on who you are and what you've learned and the progress you've made. But if you haven't been able to actually face this, to forgive this past self, to move through the trapped emotions that are associated with this memory and this trigger, release this past, then you might find yourself actually shrinking back down, like kind of being consumed by the trigger. The trigger more so taking over who you are, um, finding yourself showing up in a different way that doesn't necessarily feel fully authentic. So that, that is also a path that we can go down. So when we are working on ourselves, the triggers will, will like maybe sting up for a moment and it's like, oh, I, I remember that. Or it can consume us, depending on how you've been able to face this past and work through the trauma. And for some reason, I feel like saying this, but the trauma is literally anything. Like sometimes people um, feel like they, oh, you know, we associate trauma as like really emergency, scary situations. But trauma can be something as simple as, um, feeling rejection from somebody that you had a physical relationship with, feeling rejected for um, a friendship that didn't necessarily offer you that sense of belonging and inclusion. It can be any little thing that stings the form of rejection or trauma um, that lasts long term. And so, I, I do want to share like kind of little bits of, of how this experience goes for me because it's been such a beautiful little timestamp and a way to, to check in with that myself and allow myself just to kind of move through these emotions. And sometimes what can happen is when you revisit your past, either um, by doing the inner work or by physically returning to a former experience in your, in your physical life, you can find that little leftover emotions kind of make their way out. And again, if you have a good relationship with your emotional body and yourself, you can acknowledge these emotions. You can allow them to surface and, and um, have the moment of like, okay, it's here. I recognize why it's here and I'm allowing it to leave me. I'm allowing it to be removed from my body. And so a lot of that, there's suppressed feelings that might spark up spark up <laughs> and those can leave your body if you allow them allow yourself to move through um, and so I have multiple clients and I always share the wins of my clients and the progress that they made and somebody was asking me um, the other day one of my newer clients saying well you know has anybody ever been in this place because I just feel like I am in like such a dark place right now and 
I don't know how I'm gonna get out of it. Like, have you ever, have you ever even worked with somebody who's been in this hole? And I just want so many people to know that although I share so many wins, I do like to keep my client's life private. Like, I don't wanna share where they start off and how the initial phases look like. But oftentimes people come because they are just at a place of like, what the heck, what now? And I massively commend all of you who take the initiative in the journey when maybe you're just starting your spiritual ride, kind of getting your feet wet, and then you notice a block. You notice yourself regress. You notice yourself get scared, tense up, not receive the support that you're wanting to receive. That is the perfect moment. That is when we can like really do magic. Or if you even miss that, maybe you, you have reached a rock bottom and it's like, how did I get here? Great, acknowledge that, we're in that. And there's so much to be created. This is the very moment that can propel your future. You will be thinking this moment. So that is typically the area that I specialize in and people that I work with. The, those of you who kind of started your spiritual journey and really wanna take things further, you know, you've done everything that you can do on your own and you want to reach that next level that you just can't access on your own. Or people that really do feel like, I am just not in a good place. I am not in a good space mentally. Oh, I got distracted, I had a pretty bird. <laughs> I'm not in a good space mentally, emotionally, financially, physically, like your entire surroundings just don't feel like you. Great, that's beautiful. This is the very moment that is going to push you into magic. You have that fuel and fire in you more than you know. And so if this is something that you feel called to, right now, it feels like just a really powerful version of me. Being in this space and having revisited like an old halai, I have a deeper understanding for those people who are in that space. And I want you to know that it can change. Everything can change. If I can <laughs> transform from my alcoholic anxious, like completely broke lifeguarding self <laughs> to where I am today in just about three years because of all the work that I have done, I can assure you that massive transformation will happen in the container that we work together in. So if this is something you feel called to, if you're in a space in your life where my journey or where I'm at clicks with you or resonates, just drop a comment below if you have any questions or if you do wanna set up a call to chat with me more, I can send you the application. So feel free to DM me or see the application on the link in my bio. Um, I will be taking just a couple more. I have a few clients finishing up on and off, so it kind of just depends. I don't ever take on more than three clients per month. So yeah, I will kind of just see when people finish on and off. Go ahead and apply if it's the right time. If it's universe says it, it's, it's a yes, then it's a yes. So I would love to hear from you all. Feel free to put in any questions in the comments below or things that you would like to hear more about. Um, I do feel inspired to share more and show up here a little bit further with you all. And yeah, just have a great rest of your week. And thank you for, for listening and for hearing my story. And I look forward to hearing yours as well.